Okay, this is the first pilot episode of Kinky Book Podcast. Yes, our new Kinky Book Podcast where we're going to be reviewing and discussing erotica, all types of fun erotica stuff. Dirty, sexy, awesome. Awesome, a lot of swearing, so no young listeners, please. Nope, uh, 18 or older, please. There will be a lot of D in V talk. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> or D and P, whatever your preference is. Um, P and P. Whatever your deal is, right? Um, we're also going to be talking about female topics. So things that are all lives that we like or dislike. Um, and I think that's a good segue into our first episode. So our favorite things and our not so favorite things about books. What do you think? Yes, absolutely. And just for an FYI, we have Kelsey, Exhibit A. We also have Brenda, yes. Exhibit B. Mm-hmm. And uh, good luck trying to figure out which is which. Yes. So let's start off with um, things that we like first, and then we'll go straight into shit we don't like. Yes, because that's much more fun. Okay, so romantic books, uh, sexy time erotica, sci-fi, tentacle sex, butt sex, all of it. Uh, that's S-E-C-K-S, thank you smart bitches trashy books. Uh, let's see, things that I like the most, uh, dirty stuff, questionable stuff. Yes. Rough stuff. Rough stuff, questionable stuff, alpha male stuff. The more dubious the consent, the better. <laughs> the more dubious consent, yes, the better. Yes. we. I like some dirty talk. I don't like um, sex scenes where it's just describing the sex. I know how to make sex. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. <laughs> you know, I, and I like descriptive novels, and I like my scenes to be descriptive, but I also like dirty talk. It kind of, it sets the mood a little bit better, other than it's just a lot of peen inside vagina. Like, I know that's what's happening, um, I but I like say, the dirty talk. I'm really tired of the word uh, cunt. It's not my favorite. Cunt is not my favorite either. And it has to be like a word that, I don't know, you, there has to be a special way to use the book, because you can't have something like really romantic where the main character or the heroine is very prissy, very prim, very proper, and then you turn around, and the next thing she's using the word cunt and pussy, and I'm just like, no, for you people, you can use vagina and intercourse. Those are your (laughs) words. We're going to leave that to the people who are described as rough, tough, kind of think those thoughts in their head, so it's not a surprise when Mm -hmm. they say it already. Yeah, because our, our characters have to match what they say. So or their personalities have to match their vocabulary. You can't have someone shy who in the first sexual encounter is like, mm, yeah, put it inside my cunt. People don't use words like that on a regular yeah. if they're proven proper. At least I don't think so. I could be, I could be wrong. This is also true. Uh, we could be absolutely wrong. Who knows? I've read a lot of alien erotica where things just get crazy fast. Yes. <laughs> so um, back to what we like. So we like rough talk. We like rough sex. We like dubious consent. We like dirty talk. I like my alpha males. I like my alpha males to just walk in a room and be like panties down now. Oh, mm-hmm. I also like real, uh, real alpha male characters. Yes. So none of that, oh, he's a Navy SEAL. He's badass. He's never killed anybody. He hesitates to kill someone. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, no, that is not an alpha male. And this, excuse me, you cannot have a mafioso person who's a pianist. <laughs> Who also moonlights <laughs> A concierto <laughs> pianist. That's a problem. I read that in a book once. No, 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 no. MMA dive. fighter by day, accountant by night. He is perfect. <laughs> I need him now. Oh. Doesn't exist. BTW. No. Yes. You know what? Also, um, I don't know. That same book. Mm-hmm. Um, 
where he was he wanted her to be submissive in all areas so not just the bedroom mm-hmm. so let's be realistic um that, no that goes into the foray of things we don't like yes yes but we have to say okay so before we get in there let's go with things that we do like all right so what do i do like i do like real case relationships where sometimes mm-hmm. things are not absolutely perfect they don't fall in line they don't mm-hmm. miss each other just you know just miss each other nothing too taboo mm-hmm. um nothing too clean where the main character is so good, he's 100% good, he does no wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, none of that. So, so nice. Don't like be so cookie nice. Cutter. I don't like cookie cutter romances. No. I mean, I know everyone has their own thing, but it's not mine. I like messy love stories. I do. I like messy love stories. Messy in the sense that it is, it's real life stuff that's going on, that's happening. Exactly. Not that everything fits into like these perfect little scenarios all the time, but that sometimes you don't know how the book is going to end up and they might just kill you. Thank you very much, Nina Jones. <laughs> Spoiler alert, I should have said that first. <laughs> Amazing book, by the way. Amazing book, but yes. riveting. Yes. Um, what's another one? You know what? who's really good? Tessa Bailey is really good. <gasps> Love not Tessa Bailey. Not just in the storyline and not also, not, not just the sex scenes, because the sex scenes are not cookie cutter. They're really good. They're very mm-hmm. dirty, but also very realistic. Not like yes. that romantic shit where he's like, you know, touching your face and telling you he loves you. And that's all fine and dandy, but not for me. I want him to say questionable things. Like, <laughs> I want you to remember that I love you because I'm about to fuck you like I don't. Uh, who said that? <laughs> what is that? Oh, it was um, J- 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 no, J.M. Darhauer. J.M. Darhauer, the monster yes, series. So she is good. the queen bee of all sexy phrases. Yes, that, that one. takes the cake. That one definitely takes the cake. I love Tessa Bailey. Her character development is amazing. So that's one thing I, I look for that I like. I like my characters to have a personality. I like them to be funny. No one writes a good, funny character like Tessa Bailey. Her characters are are hilarious they say funny things they think funny things they do things that they're also very consistent i will say yeah they're very consistent because like, like you'll mm-hmm. have a strong character who's written one way and then turn, she's turned around she's crying every five minutes in the book and that's mm-hmm. not that what i consider a strong character mm-hmm. so tessa bailey does a really good she does really good with that she sticks to the script mm-hmm. and then like, not all her characters because she does write series not all characters are the same exactly i love that i she's love so good i love that her series she has an entire series called i think line of duty i've read them all um <laughs> and it's a series and all the characters they all know each other they're all friends but it's not the same book with just different names it's different books different scenarios different personalities different characters she's really good about writing a series where each story is absolutely different and that's one thing that I like I love series I love to follow up on my characters and know like the book that I read previously I loved Brett and Hayden I like to see what Brett and Hayden are doing in the next series because I'm reading that's true that's so I like to catch up with my characters within the series of a book but not have it be the same storyline over just and over again different names of the characters so i won't say what um what author name it was but i have read a series of books um where it's different stories mm-hmm. different characters but they literally have the same personality they say the same kind of thing the same kind of things and also whenever they have sex it's kind of the same positions yes in the same order in the same order Ugh, i can't i can't and then sometimes like you can have missionary but it doesn't have to be the same kind of missionary or you don't have to say 
you don't have to i don't want to hear about some bitch's cherry nipples like that is the last thing i want to hear not every bitch got cherry nipples not every bitch got cherry nipples and And first of all i've seen some pink ass nipples in my day some starburst (laughs) some starburst ass nipples not all of them are not cherries why cherry? I don't know. Maybe because they think the flavor is good and so they associate it with the flavor. But yeah, strawberry. Yeah, skin typically is salty. So I'm not 100% <laughs> if sure. If a bitch is sweating, which she probably is during <laughs> sex, it's going to be salty. I hope she is. <laughs> um, I mean, if you're not sweating during sex, you're not doing it right. You're not making sex right. If you're, not make, you're not making the sex <laughs> the intercourse in an appropriate fashion. If there's no sweat. If there's no sweat. Um, let me see what else. I, you know what? Let's let's skip to what we like to straight into what we don't like because that apparently is the more prevalent topic here. Yeah, is the theme. What what do I not like? I don't like that every single romantic book I've read always uses the same exact phrases to describe the, the dick. The dick. Oh my Just god! Dick. Velvet covered steel. <laughs> For you old school romances, school spelled S-K-O-L. Um, nerve endings. Everyone has a spark oh and a twitch in their nerve endings. Can no, I just... when they touch for the first time. I felt a shock. No, bitch, that's static. <laughs> <laughs> you were rubbing your feet on the carpet too long. It's called static electricity. Oh my god. I'm sorry. If every time I touch a motherfucker, I'm getting shocked, I'm going to take that as a curse, as a sign that we're not meant to be. No, true story, true story. Yeah. Um, no. They describe everything the same. Cher- everyone, every bitch got cherry nipples. What happened to nude, tan, peanut butter cups? What happened to the peanut butter cups? <laughs> oh, that's another caramel, thing. Caramel. Um, the description of red hair. Okay. Fiery red hair. Why is it that every bitch in a book who got red hair, she's got to be fiery. She's got to be passionate. She's got to be, um, you know, she's sassy and, 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 and. Um, a redhead bitch can be shy. A redheaded bitch can't be shy. I don't know. I haven't, I don't, it's in every, every single book. And I just, uh, it baffles me. <laughs> it baffles me as well. Oh, but sex always goes smoothly. Yeah, which um, for any of our listeners who've tried that shit, it's not smooth. (laughs) (laughs) FYI, and I'm going to talk to you from experience, shit's not smooth. No. No pun intended. (laughs) (laughs) I'm saying, every time a bitch has butt sex in the book, it's for the first time. So, So this is another thing that I don't like. Like, if a bitch isn't a virgin in a book... And when we say bitch, it's a term of endearment. <laughs> um, every time a heroine in the book is not a virgin, then because virginity is such a big thing in books, um, then he has to take her virgin butthole. <laughs> because he's the first man to be in, in all of her holes. <laughs> exactly. So it's like the butthole is like the no man's land. Actually, you know what? What, what is also very interesting You'll have a virgin, but she's all the way virgin. She's virgin in her mouth. She's virgin in her pee. She's yeah. virgin in her A. <laughs> yes. Yes. And I'm just like, you can be a virgin and have experience, but you yeah. hardly ever read that in books. If she's a virgin, she's also, and for whatever reason, it's also 
for like associated with naive, naivety? Naive? Yeah, naivete. I yeah. don't know how to pronounce that. She's always naive. The bitch is dumb. <laughs> She's also very... And not just naive, dumb, like my partner in crime here said. <laughs> and it's like, you can be naive and inexperienced or just inexperienced in sex and not be dumb. Right. But these I bitches are dumb. No, these bitches are dumb and they believe everything. They're very... Um, gullible. Gullible. I'm just like, there's no reason for... There's no reason for all of that. Mm-hmm. All right, so I'll... I, you could be a, a CEO of a multi-million dollar company and not just want to fuck people. That's just, it, it can happen. Exactly. And so they, and they associate, um, in books, most books that I've read, they do. You're absolutely right. They associate being like strong-willed and, um, and having a strong character and being smart and being like cunning to having slept around, which I don't know where that association comes from either. It's like, you're absolutely right. You can be a CEO of a company and a virgin at the same time. I mean... Right, and not be completely completely stupid, like, oh my god, what do I do with it? Do I rub it? Do I blow on it? Oh my god, why is it dripping cum? Bitch, that's what dicks do. Mm -hmm. That's how you make the babies. (laughs) That's how you make the sex. (laughs) (laughs) Stupid. So what else, Joan? Like, so those sayings, people who have the same exact sayings in every single book. It takes the spark out of the sex scene. Once I read a book and this motherfucker's dick is described as velvet-covered steel, I'll just skip over the whole shit. No, a man with long hair. Okay, so stop. My, my girl, Kelsey. Kelsey, motherfucker. <laughs> We're going to have to edit that for our listeners. <laughs> Does not like men with long hair. So I will say this, disclaimer. Whenever I read a book and the, the hero has long hair, I automatically imagine Jason Momoa because he's the only motherfucker who can have long hair and be that fine and that badass. Just saying. Yes, I also do that replacement. Or, in my head, I shear it off. True. Crop cut. Really short, man hair. That's I, that's all I can. I think long hair, and I'm thinking Fabio. I'm thinking, mm-hmm. um, what's his name? Tom Cruise and Brad Pitt. An interview with the vampire. Mm-hmm. Also, the vampire Lestat. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember, but um, Antonio Banderas had some long motherfucking hair in that movie. I know. I love him. And now. in my head, I'm just like, and or, or you try to make the man super masculine, but you also give him feminine qualities. Like if yeah. he's gonna have long hair, you're gonna go ahead and say. He put his hair in a ponytail in a masculine way. He took the hair from his face, shaking it off in a masculine way. And I'm just like, nah, bitch, I think you're borderline lesbian. Mm-hmm. So here's the, which is right, whatever floats your fancy. But if a man is going to fight, but he's got to put his hair in a man bun first, <laughs> that's a fucking problem. Because he's going to get clipped right in the jaw. You know what gets, you know what gets me? Oh, his current of long hair just curtained us in this little sexy bubble. And I'm just like, are you sure you just don't want to fuck a bitch? Mm-mm. Let me say something. Let me say something. Let me say something. I can't do it. Long hair during sex is sexy. Can be sexy, right? If there's hair pulling and shit involved. Mostly from the man to the woman perspective. Like I said, I like that shit rough. However, when you're trying to roll over and get in various positions. Oh women, my God. If you're on top and you've got long hair, that shit <laughs> It gets annoying. It gets in the way. Elbows start pinching your hair. No. It gets caught underneath. You're trying to like, you're trying to go, but you're still pulling back from the hair and it's not sexy. It's kind of like, oh my bad. Fuck, your hair got in the way. Shit, then move it out of the way. I'm sorry. Let me pull your hair out of my armpits. I'm so sorry. And then you really got to wash it because you do find deodorant residue in your hair. And you're just like, this is not the sex that I thought I was going to have. No. So no, my shit always goes in a bun. My shit always goes in a bun, especially if I'm on top, which ladies... Can I just say, it's not my favorite. It's First not of my all, favorite. I don't do exercise very much. Therefore, I start breathing heavily, <laughs> but like very quickly. Yes. I passed out one time like that. 
<laughs> and he was like, oh, yeah, I did it good. And I'm like, nah, motherfucker, I'm passed out. I'm tired. I haven't done exercise. It's late. <laughs> I don't drink enough water. <laughs> so that's one thing, right? The long hair. Uh, my girl here can't do the long hair. Mm. Most top hated thing. Most top hated thing. What is it? When he comes into her vagina and she just gets up after they had sex and just puts on her panties and walks away like that shit's not going to come down for the next 30 minutes. Messy. Mm-hmm. Tell them. Messy. Tell them. Okay, so let's be real about this. So when you're describing sex scenes, okay, sex is messy. Sex is dirty. You need a washcloth afterwards. You know, you need you need a breather. Hell, you need a cigarette sometimes, <laughs> okay? So what I'm saying is it can't be I don't like cookie-cutter sex scenes. No. I don't like sex scenes where... He comes, I come, we came together. That hardly ever happens if you fall within <laughs> Thank the category. Thank you. Thank you. Unicorn. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> pixie yes. from the heavens. I'm just saying. So anyway, sex that isn't messy or exactly like when he comes and it's like nothing is dripping out, nothing, no cleanup involved. It's like that's not real um so non-realistic sex scenes get me like if a bitch has been on top for 20 minutes that bitch is a five-star runner okay (laughs) she's she's doing squats for breakfast lunch and dinner because let me tell you something being on top being on top takes work being on top takes work i need you to give me a realistic sex scene if a bitch is gonna be on top it's max two minutes <laughs> and let me tell you that also varies with uh the heaviness oh my goodness so i've read some what is a big beautiful woman bbw's mm-hmm. so i've read some big beautiful woman romances and i like them mm-hmm. um however having gained uh 20 pounds mm-hmm. <laughs> after the birth of my child mm-hmm. shit's heavy <laughs> Okay, yeah. Shit, shit is oh. heavy. Mm-hmm. My boobies are grown. They're mm-hmm. bouncing everywhere. They're flapping around like just two long song and dog bags. Saddlebags. <laughs> what did I describe them as the other day? Grocery bags. Grocery bags. Just heavy and just hanging. And then you mm-hmm. want me to bounce? First of all, my knees are not as strong and can they cannot hold up the weight that's happening right now. All right. Seriously. Seriously, I'm just saying, like, give me some sex scenes where a motherfucker gets slapped in the face by somebody. <laughs> yes! By yes! Or, or some muffling. You know, because, like, you lean over him sometimes. Or yeah. even, oh, no, no, even, my favorite, when the heroine sits on the hero's face. Uh-huh. uh-huh. And he's just like, yeah. And she's like, no, I'm going to suffocate you. Yes, yes, you're going to suffocate yes. him. And that nigga going to die. <laughs> so what I'm going to tell you right now is this, Okay. Um, sitting on somebody's face is all good and dandy. But if he's talking a lot during oral sex, that's the only time where I'm like, okay, you can have minimal <laughs> talk during oral sex. Because if he's talking, then he's not doing what he should be doing Because <laughs> his tongue should be involved otherwise. <laughs> so, I have read plenty of scenes where the heroine is sitting on the hero's face and they're having a full-blown motherfucking conversation. No. Yes, I have. I have, I have, I have. So, my issue with that is if I'm literally sitting on your face, okay, <laughs> how how are we having a conversation? How can I understand Maybe you? he's motorboarding your vagina. If you're, oh, true, true. It should be muffled. It can't be like a full-blown, like, you know so what I want to hear? for dinner? <laughs> <laughs> uh, you are eating dinner right now. Shit. Get no. to it. You know what it should be? It should be he's sitting on, uh, she's sitting on his face, and he's talking to her, and she's, I'm sorry, what was that? I couldn't hear you over the sound of my pleasure. Or some shit like that. Something like that. Just keep it real, you know? Yeah, keep, keep it, it real. real. 
Or um, better yet, or better yet, that awkward walk to the bathroom because you don't want it to fall on the floor because you don't want to pick it up later. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about that awkward walk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's kind of like your, your thighs are pressed together, but you're trying to shuffle your way there. <laughs> you don't want too much to come out. It's just, it's awkward. But give mm. me some of that. Give me some realistic, and I get it, right? Uh, romance books, or books in general, are read to escape from our realities. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, they're read so that we can, you know, think of things as being in a perfect world because our worlds are not perfect and life happens and shit gets messy but I think it's just to me anyways it's endearing when an author can write something that's real life it's like oh yeah that shit does happen and it's funny and you read it and I'm still you know I'm still being taken away and transported into another world and I'm still enjoying the story and the world that the author has created for me but it's endearing to me and I to me it's more real life I can connect with the characters in my books better and I think it's an easier escape when there's a place that you can be and actually believe that you're there exactly. it's difficult to read a book and you're there you're transported into another world another dimension another universe mm-hmm. and then something unrealistic happens as silly as that sounds and you're mm-hmm. just taken back and you're just yes. like oh man why could oh why did you say that yeah because it's not re- okay so can i say so i read do not okay men do not know most of them most straight men don't know the difference between a pump a mule a stiletto <laughs> They're fucking shoes, okay? So I read this book where our guy, our guy is like a total, actually he's a, I think he's a mafioso. So he's this total badass, and I loved him, right? I loved this guy in my book. And because I don't know if you know this, but my characters in my real, in my, my world, all my, the characters I read, they're all real. <laughs> they're all real people. Uh, because I love him. I, I get so into it. I love him. I, I love my characters. Um, so anyways, I'm totally into this guy. He's this total badass, you know, he's a mafioso who's actually killed people. So I, I, you know, I'm I'm getting really into it. And then he says this shit. This motherfucker (laughs) says, you know, he's describing his girl when she walks, you know, when he sees her, she's all dressed up and he says, and she looks so beautiful with her hair in a chignon. What? Which is a bun. (laughs) What? Yes. No. Hold up. I can't get my husband to to, to do a fucking braid on me. And he's like, what's the difference between a braid and a twist? That's the type of dude that exists in the world. So my thing is like, you know damn motherfucking well that our character, our main guy, does not talk like that. Like men don't say, wow, look at that beautiful chignon French twist that she has in her hair. I have to say. It took me out of of the book. You're absolutely right. It took me out of my book. Out of my book world. No, but you know what? It's really difficult as a a writer Mm -hmm. to not write in your own perspective. And if you're a woman, it's hard to to think in like a man or the way a man mm-hmm. would. Mm-hmm. And then you also, oh, and this drives me nuts also in books, when the man is overly, uh, when you're nice to somebody, what's the word? Kind, compassionate, courteous. Mm. My husband is? Considerate. Considerate. Mm-hmm. Thank you. I like how you caught that. Yes. <laughs> this bitch, my best friend. No, for real. <laughs> Brenda. <laughs> that Brenda bitch. <laughs> she my best friend. Very considerate, overly considerate. Mm-hmm. I know the time of her cycle, you know, by the mm-hmm. twitch in her eye, I could tell that maybe she didn't agree with most of the time when you're having a conversation with a dude, he's not paying attention. You're not even making eye contact. The only time mm-hmm. you are making eye contact is when one, you're fucking, or two, we're talking about food. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's a period at the end of that sentence. That's it. There's nothing else. Um, and that's so now that you brought that up, right? 
my thing in books, and it's happening more and more often, at least in the books that I'm reading, where the main characters can tell each other's every single emotion through oh their my. eyes. Oh my god! <laughs> because your eyes are the windows to your soul. All right, stop, stop right now. I told you somebody tried to do that, do that to me one time. Really? It's like, yeah. I, I um, they said I could, I could see it in your eyes, and I'm like, really? Because all I'm feeling right now is contempt for your dumb ass. What are you reading in my eyes right now? Apathy. <laughs> I know he was telling the truth because I could see it in his eyes. That bitch snuck up on him. No, you know that motherfucker's telling the truth because you went through his phone, you checked his Facebook account and his bank <laughs> accounts, his credit statements, all that shit. And that's how you know he ain't fucking around behind your back. Not because you saw the truth in your eyes. That no, shit don't work. no, even better, even better. I, I just trusted him. Well, so let me talk about trust. Let's right talk about now. trust. In fact, let's talk about men. <laughs> they have penises in between their legs. Therefore, no trust. No trust. <laughs> so, like, no, you cannot tell. Like, look at your look at your man, look at your partner, look at your significant other in the eyes. Tell me if you can read every single emotion going on through their head right now. Unless they're simplistic beings. Like, okay, so they food, sex, water. Food, sex, shower, shave, and shit. That's pretty much what's going on in my husband's head 24-7. So if it's that simplistic, yeah, I could tell what the fuck is going on through his mind. But like complex emotional things, I can't tell what's going on through his eyes. Usually when he looks at me, He's looking for one of those two things, food or sex. <laughs> no, whenever my husband's looking at me, I'm just like, what? <laughs> exactly. So, like, I read that more and more, and I get it. It, it, it. It's a way for an author to kind of get around having to maybe delve into all of that or have to write a whole other scene. Maybe they're trying to get to – it's just a transition into something else that they're trying to get to another bigger topic in the book. I think, but it's, like, it's not realistic. I think also um... – for, like, the younger people, the people who don't know, the people who aspire or have, like, those social media relationships, mm -hmm. I think it has a lot to do with the fact that they don't know or that's what they're seeking and that's what women want. Oh, possibly. Right? Somebody who is considerate, who knows everything about them or who, mm -hmm. or who listens to them when they talk and they remember every single thing that they say. And I'm just mm -hmm. like... Maybe, but then I'd also not be able to lie if that were the case. Yeah. And I need to lie sometimes. I need to lie sometimes. Sometimes a bitch saying she need to go take a bathroom break, but really she's just sitting on her toilet, <laughs> not taking a bathroom break, just taking a break from life. <laughs> at this point, at this point in my house, the word for bathroom is I'm taking a thirty minute break. Don't don't call or text me exactly. within that thirty minutes unless someone or something is on fire. <laughs> Seriously, if shit go down, call nine one one. And if shit go down, keep it to yourself. Exactly. Because mommy need an AKA bathroom break. <laughs> mommy taking a shit. AKA bathroom break. AKA I brought the wine bottle into the bathroom. <laughs> and I'm sitting in my tub with all my clothes on, no water. <laughs> Sipping straight from the bottle. <laughs> what have I done? <laughs> oh, oh, okay. So that leads me to my next topic of things I don't like. Which I know it's a thing, right? It's a new thing. It's this whole breeding thing. Where the you main, don't like it? So I no 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 I love breeding. Okay. Right? Like that whole like ooh I'm gonna come in her and it's gonna you know that whole mindset. Mm -hmm. But what I don't that caveman. I like that caveman right. all shit. I really do. You know I do. What I don't like is when immediately after getting into a relationship because you know how and I love my insta love books love them but immediately after getting into a relationship automatically they have the baby. <gasps> Yes. And then life is still perfect. No, 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 no. Rewind, rewind, rewind. So 
first of all, let's get to know each other because mm-hmm. we're about to not know each other because somebody won't go to sleep. Exactly. So let's also talk how we can't we can't even eat, drink water because someone needs our attention. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about I want to fuck you whenever I want, mm-hmm. not just in the nighttime when the baby's falling asleep, which I think that's where fucking in the nighttime comes from. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So that, like, that whole thing of immediately the epilogue is a year later the baby's born so what you're telling me is within three months of getting married you had a baby nine months later baby is born that's your year and life is perfect you guys are getting along just fine she's the same she looks different she doesn't she's, look different she, she, she's just as stretch per- marks she's just as perfect as she was before her waist is snatched back and i'm like none of that shit is real okay and babies they fuck up all your shit right i love my son i love my baby he's the best thing that ever happened to me but he fucked up all my shit okay (laughs) so what i'm saying is be realistic about it i read this really good book it was hilarious and they're trying to have um it was like after the waiting period um what is that 90 days after you have what i had a baby and i forgot how long six to eight weeks six to eight weeks after you have a baby that's right we had a countdown in our house yeah we did too (laughs) um so six to eight weeks after you have your baby then you can have sex. So it was like they had a countdown, our characters did. And they're having sex and they're into it and homegirls tied up to the bed. And all of a sudden, right before they can get to the act, their baby starts crying. And it's like, that is real life. And it's funny the way the characters had to like unscramble themselves from having sex and like shift gears from sexy time to I gotta feed my baby time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it's like, that's real life. Like real life is no sleep when you have babies. Anybody who has a baby will tell you there is no sleep. This bitch, this bitch don't look the same. You wanna know why? Cause she got bad under her eyes now. So that's just Brenda because my baby slept. My baby FYI. don't sleep. Just FYI, my baby's two years old and he still wakes up every two hours. Yes, please. Pray FYI. for me. Pray for me. Pray for me. <laughs> no, my baby slept. My baby slept. It's now that he doesn't sleep or when he's sick. Yeah, no, they just, you know, so that's not realistic, right? And now books, they, they want to make it seem like well, the way they write the book sometimes, it personally me, right? These are all personal opinions. It's, you know, the baby, the baby makes the family. And they do, babies do make the family, but they also change things. It Things don't stay the same. No. Dynamics change. No, yeah, that's 100% change. the same. I mean, that's 100% correct. You are right. You're 100% right. And I would really love to see, like, I want to hear about postpartum depression. Mm-hmm. I want to hear how, you know, your body didn't snap back or if it did snap back, you still are unsatisfied with it because it doesn't look exactly the same that it was before. Mm-hmm. I want to hear how you could breastfeed, you couldn't breastfeed, how it fucked up your brain. I want to hear how this guy is just trying to escape because he was overwhelmed or how crazy she is. She doesn't want mm-hmm. him to hold a baby or I want to hear real life scenarios. That's what I want to hear. And I read a book like that. Actually, it was a follow up to one of the books I read. It was actually an MC book, a, a motorcycle club book that was really good that I read. Um, my, my girl, her name is River Savage, the author. Oh, she's good. I she like is, her. I love, love, love. <laughs> the last book that she, that's out there from her actually is SWAT, which I'm ready. I'm waiting for, for, the follow-up to that river if you're listening <laughs> anyways her books are great and her she had an in-between book so she's got a series of, of books in the mc and then this one was like 1.5 so it was like right after the first one and it's the couple and after they have the baby and everything you just described happened in that book she had postpartum depression her body changed yes he was going crazy he loved his wife he loved his baby but he was doing everything because she couldn't function because right. of the postpartum and he was so overwhelmed that he just needed a break so he forces her to stay alone with the baby and she she breaks because she can't do it because of her depression and he realizes the mistake it was and it takes you through their process of trying to overcome that little by little and she has to see how her best friend had a baby 
and her life seems to be normal because she's not going through postpartum, so she feels like something's wrong with her. So it yeah. gives you all of those dynamics and points of view. And it was a hard book to read because it's you're reading about your previous couple that you fell in love with, and now you're seeing you're reading them go, you're reading them, you're reading about them, and they're going through a really tough time. But it also I feel like it connected me to the to their story even more. And I loved it. I, I love that she did that and she wrote that because it was so real life, and it was it was poignant. And I really I really liked it. it was I was really able to connect to that book. Mm. I really like that. But it goes back again to even in an unrealistic situation, mm-hmm. alien abduction, for example. You mm-hmm. still want to have semi realistic topics, themes, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. something that you can actually build your fake world on, mm-hmm. right? Not just the um, you need a foundation. Foundation, thank you. That's the word I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. I don't speak mm-hmm. English or Spanish, people. I I'm with you on there. I'm with you on that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let me see. What are the what are the things do I like or dislike? I like when the guy is a fuck up. He can't yes. do things right, but then he's just like ah, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then he does it differently, and mm-hmm. it's just his way of trying. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, yes, real, real. No, I'll tell you what I don't like. The uh, the tough guy, mm-hmm. who's not really a tough guy. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna kill you because my girlfriend doesn't want me to kill people anymore. So, <sighs> bitches, if you get kidnapped and your man, you get kidnapped. You get, things wild things happen in these books. Bitches get kidnapped. They get beat up while they're kidnapped. Crazy shit happens, and your man rescues you, and you don't want him to kill the motherfucker that fucked you up. I don't know. My personal opinion might go right ahead. He should be dying because he <laughs> fucked me up. But that's just me. No, my thing is like the 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 self control. That's not what I'm into. I'm into the lack of self control. Yes, I want to have you. I'm gonna have you, even though it's not a good idea. Mm-hmm. And we're gonna do this. And then afterwards, the regret. But you do it again. Yes. I love it. 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 Yes. 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 Which leads us into, obviously, us two bitches here are into stalker romances. <gasps> I love stalker romances. Okay. So this might sound a little crazy for those of you who are new and don't read trashy books and you think Fifty Shades of Grey is a good book. <laughs> uh, let me talk to you about stalker romances. So, yes, it's a stalker. Stalkers are bad. We don't want real stalkers. We don't want that. However, in fantasy world, where your stalkers have really good sex with make really good sex with you these are very good books because it's a guy that knows everything about you but you don't know that he's obsessed with you Mm -hmm. he's following you he's reading everything about you he's taking pictures he okay this might sound a little crazy all right everybody sit down are you sitting i hope you're driving (laughs) your cars and you're sitting he's sneaking into your house he's smelling your panties he's just doing weird shit because he is obsessed with you and then Mm -hmm. finally he catches you and then you realize he knows everything about you. He loves you. He doesn't realize like what's wrong or, or why he is so obsessed with you. But you fall into it because it's fucking perfect. He wants to give you babies. Whether or not you want babies. He wants to do all these things. Dirty, dirty, terrible things. I think those are romantic. Okay, so my girl Kay Webster. <laughs> she wrote this phenomenal stalker book called Notice. <gasps> Notice. It was so good. And he's crazy. He's obsessed with her. So he's got this this thing, right, where he... Um, he, he oh, uh, just FYI, this is going to be a spoiler alert. Spoiler alert, yeah. So he's he gets ultra-focused on things, right? So once his mind hones in on something... He, he can't look past it or look away from it. Like he, it's like if he's dealing with numbers and those numbers, those series of numbers, those things is what he focuses and he's, he's in tune with. So when she comes on his radar, there's nothing else in his world but her. And 
It's fucking amazing. I, I, in fact, you know what? I'm not going to spoil it because I want our listeners to go read Notice. It's yes. amazing by Kay Webster. It's so good. He's the best kind of stalker there is. Um, and he does it because he's totally obsessed and in love with her. And, um, I mean, just go read it because, <laughs> oh, hell yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Mm, you're in for a juicy ride. You are Some in. real fucked up juicy, too. Yes. And it's fun to read about those things. It's not fun to experience them. But that's why we read what exactly. we read. Because we don't want them in real life. And some things that we do want in real life. Maybe you do like to get choked. Maybe you do like to get, you know, strung up in ropes and, you know, suspended from the ceiling. I don't know what the fuck you're into. But there are some things that you mm-hmm. would rather like the, the rapey stuff. Mm-hmm. The, you know, dubious consent stuff, I will mm-hmm. say. Mm-hmm. So I'm not into historicals. However, um, there's of Alexa Riley. Mm, you bitches, you got me fucked up. So there was a twist, and it was a very short short. Um, there was a teacher gets pulled over by this police officer, and he proceeds to do all these terrible, terrible, wonderful things to her. Takes her back to a cabin, forces, quote unquote, her to do all these things. And I love the twist in the end, because at first you're reading it and you're just like, I don't know if I should be reading this. This is real fucked up. Oh my God, I can't stop reading this. I should stop. There's something wrong with me. And then you get to the end and you're like, fuck yeah. Thank you, Alexa Riley is the bitches. Or oh. all the bitches. Oh, we that was love, a really good one. Love Alexa Riley. They also she have some writes. stalker ones as well. They do have stalker ones. They write stalkers. And it was a so female well. stalker. That was adorable. I like that one. Yes. That was also a very short short. Um, she does really good. Uh, they they do really good stalker ones. I love Alexa Riley books. They're mm-hmm, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. much fun to read. And they do. They transport you. And they, even though it's this out of this world craziness that transports you into this other, you know, you're reading them because that's why you read, right? So to not be in your current world, but go into another one. Um, but they still have these real life moments in their books that are a lot of fun to read and are mm-hmm. endearing and are charming and their men aren't perfect, the men that they write about. Um, well, they do have, in the fantasy one, the men are perfect. Yes, because they have different series. Right, they have different kinds of series. So they have the paranormal ones, they have the Cinderella ones, they have the, I'm the calling them the, the Disney ones-ish, fairy tale ones. The fairy tale. We'll say fairy tale ones. We have the um, you have the stalker. You have their forest series. You have their vampire series. Yes, the vampire is new, by the way. Mm-hmm. It's 2018 December. It's new. Fairly. They new. have their alpha. I think it's called alpha or possessive series. We got to look it up. But they they have a, a series of books for for Dif- every, for everything for every genre, yes. different genres within romance and yes. within within erotica. Their sexes, their sexes, the sex they make or create with their <laughs> brains are very awesome. But I like those stories because those are fun to read. Stalker romances. They are a lot. Dark romances. J.M. Darhauer is the fucking man, all right? Or the woman. She's fucking awesome. Um, Dark romance. Dark romance. Well, we'll have another podcast for that. Okay. And we'll go right into it. (laughs) But I've read some dark shit. I love dark romances. Love them because they are out of this world crazy yes but it's so nice to read it is because because it it's ridiculous they're fucked up in their love but it's yes but it's their fucked up and love. it's epic yes some epic shit mm-hmm. sometimes you can fuck that up but we'll go you know we'll go over that at another time mm-hmm. so this is the first pilot episode mm-hmm. and we'll see you hopefully again on the second episode i hope you enjoyed it i hope you enjoyed kinky books podcast the KBP. <laughs> <laughs>